Hello, and welcome to Crossroads of Rockland History. I'm Claire Sheridan from the Historical Society of Rockland County, and today I'll be speaking with Carol Laval of the Tappantown Historical Society about the history scavenger hunt going on now in Tappan. The Historical Society of Rockland County is a nonprofit educational institution and principal repository for documents and artifacts relating to Rockland County. Our headquarters are a four-acre site featuring a history museum and the 1832 Jacob Lovelt House located at 20 Zucker Road in New City. We're featured on the National Register of Historic Places, and we are a designated New York State Path Through History site. And part of our broad and challenging mission is to share the history of Rockland County with the public. And as a private, nonprofit institution, not a county or state agency, the Historical Society of Rockland County depends on charitable contributions to fulfill its educational and preservation mission. We hope you will consider making a financial contribution or becoming a member of the Historical Society of Rockland County. You can learn more by visiting our website at rocklandhistory.org. We'd love to count our radio listeners as financial supporters and members of the Historical Society of Rockland County. The Historical Society is once again open in accordance with the guidelines provided by the CDC and the New York State Health Department, so visitors can visit the History Center by appointment. Find out more by visiting our website at rocklandhistory.org. Just as a reminder, this is a call-in show, and we will be taking your calls today. So if you have a comment or a question, call us here. The studio line is 845-429-1700. That number again, 845-429-1700. Rockland County is full of history, and there's no doubt that Tapan is one of the places people think about when they ponder the rich history of our county. So when I found out about the scavenger hunt that was put together by the Tappantown Historical Society, I was intrigued, and I'm delighted to be able to explore this with today's guest, Carol Laval. Welcome to Crossroads, Carol. Thank you for being here. Hi, Killer. How are you? Happy to be here. Great. Thank you. So before we jump into our discussion about the scavenger hunt, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I've lived in Tepan for about 40 years, um, an English teacher really, not a historian, but we got involved in, in uh, the historical society when we moved to Tepan into our 18th century house, and Paul Malone knocked on the door and introduced himself, and suddenly we were swept into uh, the Tepan Town Historical Society in various roles over the years. And then Tom had been president for a while back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and then um, I've been there for about 10 years or so as the president. And um, we have, you know, a wonderful uh, board of directors from people who live in the area and a large membership of people who are in the area but also who were once upon a time and then have moved away but have maintained their membership and have helped yeah, support you know, the preservation efforts of the Historic Society. That's great. And Tom is your husband, so he's... Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So tell me a little more about the organization that's presenting the scavenger hunt. Well, it's the Historical Society, and if you go to our website, tappantown.org, you'll see uh, our, our goals, our mission statements, all the various things we do. It's mainly to help uh, preserve and educate, and in that, to that end, we offer walking tours, other events, uh, having to do with the history of Japan from the Indians, the Ta Tapuan Indians, 
up to the present, and there's there's a lot of present-day histories in Japan as well. Shanks Village, for example, during World War II, but our main focus is on giving tours of the historic district and programs, particularly Colonial Day, which was our major event, which we haven't been able to do now for two years, but we'll be back to it next year, I think. Excellent. So what was the impetus for this year's scavenger hunt? Well, that was it, to replace Colonial Day with something that would draw in participation from families, introduce them to the uh, different sites in Tepan. It's kind of a combination of of, of a walking tour, (laughs) because you have to go to these places, and then also you find out information about various sites and all the things that are at those sites. That really was what we had in mind, something that would be accessible to families and replace Colonial Day. And In fact, we probably will continue to do it in some form or another, because I think it's going to be another good activity to be able to do along with the others that will be able to resume. That's great. So I've always been a fan of making history fun because, you know, so many people, largely because they might have have had a boring history teacher, find history to be dry and boring. So this is right up my alley. The other thing that's terrific about this scavenger hunt is it can be it can be done by a group or a family, right? Yes. Uh, yes, anybody can, can participate. It's kind of geared towards families with children four and older, mainly because most children younger than that haven't learned very much about history yet in, their, in school, but they will certainly learn about it tagging along on this kind of, of an activity. So it, it's, it's really meant to take in whatever age uh, is available, and all of the places are accessible, either on foot or and by, and by car. That's great. If you want to walk uh, a bit up to Andre Hill, you can do that. The Tappantown Historic Society has is probably best known for Colonial Day. You talked a little bit about that before. That's an annual event that takes place on the grounds of the DeWint House. Talk a little bit more about Colonial Day and when it started and, and what it is. Well, it started, um, oh, goodness, over 30, maybe 38 years ago now, and started just to uh, pull together demonstrators of colonial arts and crafts, and uh, it actually was first held uh, behind the library on a very small scale, and then uh, Thano, Chappelle, and a few others got it uh, moved over to the the Windhouse grounds, which is the perfect setting for it, of course, because we can incorporate uh, the Carriage House Museum into Colonial Day and and, uh, tours, uh, cooking demonstrations in the uh, DeWint House, 1700, the oldest Dutch colonial in, in Tepan, in, I think in Rockland County, actually, and cooking demonstrations there, and then all the other activities uh, that, that would have gone on, uh, colonial dancing, uh, weaving, lace-making, the militia, uh, the 5th Regiment would show up and, and demonstrate their marching. And so there were a lot of uh, the crafts and activities stencil-making, all sorts of things. People dressed up, you know, in colonial outfits. Candle-dipping was another very popular activity. So it it really just uh, grew to what it has been for a long time now, at the uh, the very end of September. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, COVID-19, the pandemic, has really put a damper on things. Kudos to your organization for putting on an event that can be done in these very unusual times. Yes, I think people can feel quite safe doing doing it this way, and they don't have to worry about being in crowds. Uh, 
even though you know we've had a thousand people over the course of an afternoon on an average colonial day so it's an activity that can be done uh, feeling quite at ease moving around on your own and then at the very end of course going into the Tapan library to turn in the, the form they filled out with all the wonderful things you found on the scavenger hunt. yeah so the scavenger hunt is happening now mm-hmm. um, it's through the month of August and and so when does it actually end it ends August 31st, and uh, September 1st really is the final deadline when uh, we'll pick up the uh, entries. And then but if you've completed it uh, accurately, which should, people should have no trouble doing, the answers are right there to be copied down. Uh, uh, a family, uh, a year's family membership to the, the Historical Society and also a voucher to Piermont Creamery for whatever ice cream you might like. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. You're partnering with the Tapan Library to present this. First, tell us a little bit about the longtime collaboration between the, the Tappan Town Historic Society and the Tapan Library, and then tell us how the library fits into this scavenger hunt. Well, the long-term collaboration really goes back to the 60s, or actually earlier. The library was formed in, originally in 1912, not in its present site. And so that has been in existence in some form. Books moved from here to there and other places. But in the 60s, when the Historic Society formed, the same members who formed the society also got together and and got the charter for the library, I believe, from the state. So it's been a long-time collaboration. And years ago, we worked on establishing a local history room. So that's right there in the library. And it's a collection of our material and also the library's. Uh, material, and there are a variety of shelves with different aspects of uh, the local history and beyond, of course. And there's also um, the Tapan patent on display, the Tapan patent, which shows the uh, division of property among the original settlers. Uh, so we've worked very closely, and uh, Sarah Nugent, the, most, uh, the director now, has been we work with her very closely also in establishing the room and maintaining it. We have a, a cabinet that people, uh, if they want to, I will open up the files for them and they can go through and look through material uh, for any research that they're doing. A lot of students, not a lot recently, but uh, in the past we've had students from local colleges come in and go through our files for whatever papers they have to be doing on, on the local history. So we're, we're trying to be a resource for that with the library. And uh, beyond that, uh, we have, you know, work with trying to create uh, or maintain the ordinances that, uh, uh, local ordinances for the historic area, so that the area designated the historic area, which people will see on their maps, is supported and preserved by, with the, and protected by the historic area ordinance. So we work with the town on maintaining that also. Excellent. And in terms of the library's role in the scavenger hunt, tell us a little bit about that. Well, that's the place where uh, if, if you don't download the scavenger hunt questions online, you can go and pick it up there at, uh, in, the, in the library, and then that is where the sheets are returned, whether you download them or not. So whatever way you choose to get these questions, they have to be uh, turned in at the library at the desk. So someone will collect them, and then, and then when we collect them, we'll, we'll get in touch with everybody who participated. 
You're listening to WRCR and Crossroads of Rockland History. I'm Claire Sheridan from the Historical Society of Rockland County, and today I'm speaking with Carol Laval of the Tappantown Historical Society about the history scavenger hunt going on now in Tappan. If you have a comment or a question, the studio line here is 845-429-1700. That number again, 845-429-1700. The scavenger hunt focuses on eight sites in Tepan that are historic, unique, or unusual. So, Carol, I think you said before you can do the hunt on foot or you can drive. Is that correct? Yes. People might want to drive up to Andre Hill, uh, especially. Uh, The rest of it is pretty much concentrated right in the center of town. Okay. And for those Um, people who don't know what Andre Hill is, maybe take a moment and tell us what that is. Yes. That, well, that is, uh, Andre Hill is off uh, up Old Tepan Road, up Andre Hill. And fortunately, the new sign has been replaced just as of uh, this week that directs people up Andre Hill to the monument up there itself, which is there for people to just uh, go up and, and take a look at where Andre was hanged. It's certainly not where he's still buried. He was, his body was moved uh, back to England quite a long time ago. So, but the uh, the monument is there, and the sign directing people who, can, if they wanted to walk up Old Tappan Road, it's it's not a long walk, but it might be better to do in a car uh, because of the traffic along there. So the sign has been newly replaced. It had been knocked into by somebody we don't know exactly who. The highway department has been very helpful in uh, removing the old post and then replacing the new sign which, by the way, was funded partly by a grant from the Pomeroy Foundation. They offer grants, so one of our board members wrote up the grant proposal and they they donated some money to the restoration of the sign. So we want to thank them. That's one of the things the foundation does, is work on historic signs. That's great. Historic areas. So, of course, Major John Andre was the British major who entered into the treason of the revolution with Benedict Arnold. That's right. so that's, I'm sure, that's a hint on the scavenger hunt, I would think, perhaps. <laughs> so if somebody were to want to do this scavenger hunt, do you have to do it all at one time, or can you spread it out over a few days? Oh, no, you can do it do as little or as much as you want, depending on how much time you have. So it can be spread out over the you know, a week, whatever, whatever is convenient for people to do. Okay. Uh, just if they want to hand it in and and get a voucher to Beerbund Creamery, it has to be turned in by that deadline. Okay, very good. So some of the places where hunters are going to find clues are indoors, some are outdoors. Talk about some of the sites involved and how the cooperation with the Historical Society has taken place. Well, some of the places involved are, as I said, the, the DeWint House, uh, and then, of course, the Tapan Reformed Church is another site. And the 76 House, too. Probably, while they're in there, Rob Norton will be happy to talk about the 76 House at some length if he happens to be there, in addition to whatever they're looking for, which is, I think, the upside-down portrait of uh, (laughs) (laughs) John. And you've provided a map with the questions, right? So tell us a little bit about, you know, what we're talking about. You you talked a little bit about the historic district, and um, most of the the, the hunt is within that historic district, right? Yes. Okay, and the map is um, makes it pretty easy to, you know, 
to figure out where to go. Is that right? Yes, it should be easy to follow the map. It's an adaptation of the map that Betsy Walker uh, put that together. It's an adaptation of the walking tour map that's actually available in the library as well. So if you wanted a more, uh, a slightly uh, different map, just for another sort of walking tour, that would be fine. But it's uh, it's there, and you can follow the numbers uh, to the various sites that uh, are on there for the the clues. So it's, I believe it's numbered that way so that you can find your way around very easily. That's great. Well, and with the young people now, um, it'll have them actually follow a a map on a piece of paper, which a lot of kids have never done before. So that might be a a history event just in and of itself, following an actual map on a piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. Well, I guess they they could probably just uh, follow it on an iPad. Sure, Um, absolutely. But it would be um, really the actual the, the the maps from which uh, Betsy adapted the the walking tour map um, are very nice little maps themselves with little um, pen and ink drawings. It was a long time ago that the map was drawn up for that that purpose. But they're kind of a nice little folded thing, and uh, they can also be found at the at the uh, uh, carriage house. People go into the carriage house, which they have to do. That's one of the clues that takes them into the carriage house to look at for a tool on display um, inside uh, the carriage house of DeWint Grounds. Ah, so the carriage house on the DeWint Grounds. Okay, so that's... Yes, and also uh, then to also look into the DeWint house itself. Ah, very good. That takes them to the door of that. Um, I don't believe they can go in, although if Harold Jones is there, he'd probably let them into the area that people can go into at the moment. Right, and Harold Jones is the caretaker. Superintendent. Yep. Yes. Of the, well, there are two Harold Joneses. Harold the Younger, uh, and they're both there and uh, very helpful in answering questions. They also give tours, of course, on their own to, to, to groups. So we've, uh, when, we, when we give tours, walking tours, we've always incorporated their part of it. So they take over doing the tours there and then our guides pick up from the DeWint house. Yeah, they do a phenomenal job over there. So um, even if you're not taking part in the scavenger hunt, just uh, a tour of the DeWint house and carriage house and grounds is a a fantastic thing to do if you haven't done it. So if people are interested in taking part in the scavenger hunt, tell us again, how do people participate? They they either uh, download it from the uh, library site and it says on the library site, um, you just go to that site, Tapan uh, Library, and then download the questions, or you can go into the library itself. And I, Sarah at the library has put it on their e-blast so that people who are might know something about that through uh, their help as well. Right, so you just go to the website of the Tapan Library. It's right mm-hmm. there on the landing page. Just click right on there, and it takes you to something that you can download and print. That's right. It's, yeah. it's, it's highlighted there on their page. Excellent. And you mentioned before that there are prizes for people who are able to complete the questions, and there are, wow, 33 questions. Is that, is that correct? 30 qu- 33 questions on the, on the hunt? I believe so. Uh, uh, yeah, eight, eight different sites, and then within each site, different places to go within uh, that particular site. So... It, it gives you uh, things to look for 
at each at each spot. And tell us again what the prizes are. If I if I do complete all of this, what do I win? <laughs> <laughs> if you win, you. Uh, I mean, aside from bragging rights, of course. <laughs> uh, it, it shouldn't be too hard for you to do this, Claire. <laughs> you could probably answer them without going to anything. But if you win, you get a family membership to the Historic Society and um, a voucher to Piermont Creamery for whatever ice cream you might like. Oh, wonderful. And the directions are right there, how to do it. The introduction to the questions in the hunt gives a little background. Uh, And then if you read the questions, you learn something about the local history itself. That's great, yeah. So most people think of colonial history or Revolutionary War history when they think of Tepan. But actually, there is some interesting history that's more recent than that. Does the hunt cover that at all? Not really. We don't take in Shanks Village, and we haven't taken in... No, we really generally are stuck with the early history. Okay, very good. Well... You know, you can just put your tricorn hat on and just go on the t- go on the hunt. I think that's great. So, yeah, and actually, yeah. you know, if, if they want to know more about, um, I think we have a, a book still out there called uh, Tepan Three Hundred Years that's available at the library. Still, we're down to not many copies of that, and that takes people up into the development of of Hickory Hill and the uh, development of of the Memorial Park and the various commemorations that we've had. So most recent history of, of Tepan, aside from what we're sitting in right now, is, is also in that book, Tepan 300 Years, and that's available through us, uh, either at our website, people get in touch with me, or they can get it at the library. Yeah, that's a terrific Also, book, there's yeah. an Andre Arnold uh, booklet that mm-hmm. gives the, the whole history of the Andre Arnold conspiracy. So, Carol, what do you think is the most underappreciated piece of history from Tepan? Well, I'm not sure. I don't know what's underappreciated. Sometimes people live in Tepan and know nothing of it, literally, haven't realized where they are. I think uh, sometimes what seems to be underappreciated by people who want to uh, do home add-on, and do they, they don't look up to see perhaps what uh, the ordinance has, can be done in order to make changes to the structures or build things that um, so they don't may, maybe they don't fully appreciate that aspect of and they're you know when you buy into a place like Tepan historic area you also should know that responsibility that you're kind of assuming which is to abide by those ordinances but I think most people who live in the area really appreciate it some of them move there for that very reason Absolutely. I mean, the charm and the and the quaintness and the history really are selling points. I think a lot of people love living in Tepan for those reasons. What do you hope people take away from this scavenger hunt experience? Well, I think they'll appreciate walking around the town. Um, it's a very easy place to walk around with the sidewalks. Uh, everything is pretty much in one spot that, that they might want to know about, and then up to Andre Hill, and then if they want to go further out, there's obviously more. There's the Orange Town Museum, which they can drive to. But to take they take away a sense of you know the preservation efforts and the ways in which you know we've maintained you know there's restaurants more the 76 House El Portico, uh, the way in which people you know, have used uh, those those places uh, for their businesses, but also have committed to being part of the historic 
preservation effort have made their businesses compatible uh, with that. Right. Uh, yes, the, the adaptive reuse, very well done in Tepan. Yes. So if people are stumped by something on the scavenger hunt, is there a phone-a-friend feature or any suggestions for help? <laughs> they could email me. <laughs> <laughs> or you. <laughs> right. And certainly the library's history room is a great resource. They, they, that's right there. They could go right in there and... and uh, so, Carol, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank you so much, Carol Laval of the Tappan Town Historical Society. The History Scavenger Hunt is going on now in Tappan. To learn more, visit the website of the Tappan Library. And best of luck to all who participate. Happy history hunting. Thanks again, Carol. Thank you, Claire. And please remember that everything we talked about, as well as a recording of this broadcast, will be available on our website, rocklandhistory.org. I hope you'll tune in to the next Crossroads of Rockland History on Monday, September 20th, right after the morning show. Visit our website at rocklandhistory.org to find out about all of our upcoming events and programs, including our hike through history, Flight 6231, on September 12th. That's rocklandhistory.org. Find us tweeting on Twitter, blogging on Tumblr, and posting on Instagram. And don't forget that many of our broadcasts are archived at rocklandhistory.org. And they're available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. I'm Claire Sheridan. Thanks for listening to Crossroads of Rockland History. If you're in a podcast app already, you know how to subscribe to a podcast. So subscribe to this one. If you're listening on the Historical Society of Rockland County's website and you want to get each new episode of Crossroads of Rockland History delivered to you, then download your favorite podcast app, search for Crossroads of Rockland History, and hit subscribe. We release every third Monday of the month. Thanks for listening. <laughs>